You are listening to the Dream for Others podcast with Naomi Arnold, episode 14. Dream for you, dream for me, dream for others. And now your host, award-winning life and business coach, Naomi Arnold. Hi there. I hope you are really well wherever you are in the world. Today on the podcast, I wanted to focus on a topic that is specifically targeted at coaches or other client-based business owners. So if that's not you, I'm really sorry, but this episode's not going to be for you today. We'll be back again next week on a topic that will probably be more aligned. It'll be about personal power next week. So stay tuned for that one. If you are a coach or you manage a service-based business, you might like to stick around though. As a business coach, one of the questions that I often get asked by other coaches and therapists and other client-based business owners is how I get clients and how they can too. They are often super passionate about making a difference and serving those they've been trained to support and being there for people who have often been through similar experiences to them. Many of them have undertaken training to craft their skills so they know how to coach or how to counsel or how to provide body work, but the degree or the course they did didn't always teach them the part about how to actually get the clients in the first place. So I thought I would share with you today a method that has served me well in my business and not everyone is going to like it and that is of course okay, but I wanted to tell you about it anyway in case it does appeal to some of those who tune into this podcast. Now, what did I do? I created something that I now refer to as a client attraction plan. And basically that involved writing a list of all the things that I knew would help potential clients, first of all, find me. So I'd plant seeds all over the internet and in real life places and in resources where I thought those people might hang out. I then added to that list all the things that I thought might help them take a step closer to me once they did discover me or my work. So all the things that might help them stay in relationship with me or continue to be connected to me in some way. And then I added to the list all of the things that I thought might help build that relationship with them. So show them that I understand the debacle that they're experiencing and that I am skilled in supporting people in that area. And I guess demonstrating that they can begin to know, like, and trust me. Then I added to that list all of the things that I thought might help them feel ready or feel invited to actually reach out to work with me if that ended up feeling like an option for them. When I was finished with this list, it was quite overwhelming. There were so many things on it that I could be doing, lots of little things, lots and lots of little things and some big things as well. And I wanted to find a way that felt less overwhelming, that felt more doable. 
at the time I did up this fancy spreadsheet and it had daily, weekly, monthly and ad hoc uh, columns or tabs. I, I played around with it and it evolved over time. And as you can probably guess where I'm heading, I sorted all of those tasks from my list into relevant columns. And I was really specific about what the action was that I was going to be taking under that column. So under daily, for example, I might have had things like uh, a post on social media once a day. I might have had things like commenting on a blog each day. I was reading a lot of blogs at the time, so it was taking that extra couple of minutes to actually leave a comment on the blog. Uh, things like leaving comments on Instagram posts under some related hashtag and being genuine in what I wrote there as well. Then under the weekly, I might have had things like uh, a little prompt to remind myself to promote something once a week, whether that was a free resource or a testimonial or an offering or something else that reminded people that I had a business. It wasn't a blog or a hobby, it was business. I also had publish a blog post or a podcast, depending on the, the time you were looking at my plan or to write a newsletter to pop into relevant groups and, and be helpful in the groups. Things like that were probably under my weekly column. And then for monthly, I had things like to be featured on external platforms, a blog, a podcast, a news article once per month. I know at one point it was twice per month. I might have had things like attend an event and do a write-up post about it once a month. I know at one point I had review a book I love or interview an external guest once a month on my blog. And then under ad hoc, I might have had things like make sure I post a picture of myself on social media at least once every couple of weeks or above the fold on Instagram. I might have had things like check in with the previous clients quarterly or create a new free resource, for example, or follow up with previous clients about testimonials. So all of the ad hoc type of things that I didn't want to do as frequently as daily, weekly or monthly, but were still important. Now, these are really rough examples of how I broke down tasks and what those tasks might have been. And obviously, they would have shifted and changed depending on what felt right at the time and where I happened to be in my life and business in that moment. But my point is that breaking them down in this way made it feel more doable. Then depending on what I was working on at the time or how I was feeling at the time, I would then turn that spreadsheet into a plan that I could easily implement. So at times I worked directly with a spreadsheet. At other points, I would print off a document like a checklist type document that would be printed off that I could check off as I was doing the tasks. In other moments, I was scheduling everything into Asana. What was important is that I tried to find a way that worked at the time and enabled me to consistently do the tasks that I knew would work for me and for the clients that I wanted to be working with. 
In a future episode, we'll focus on the compound effect. So that basically speaks to how little actions can accumulate and lead to big change or big results. So by consistently showing up in this way and doing those little tasks in a way that felt doable, they accumulated to a point where potential clients would find me, connect with me, learn they could trust me, and then it felt right to book in and work with me. Now, don't worry if this all feels a bit confusing or full on. I promise it doesn't have to be. In fact, my business partner, Cameron Aaron, and I have created a comprehensive free workbook that will help you with this. So if you jump on over to www.developingcoachcollective.com, I'll put that link in the show notes. You'll be able to get yourself a free copy of that workbook. And basically in the workbook, we will invite you to schedule two self-guided retreats for yourself at your venue of choice. And then during that first retreat, the workbook will guide you through the process of creating your own client attraction plan and creating one that actually feels right for you and for your context. Then on the second retreat, you will be guided through the process of actually implementing the activities that you have on your plan. Then in the coming months, Cam and I will also be hosting some free client attraction working bees. And these will basically be an opportunity for you to join us on some virtual co-working calls and implement those activities in your client attraction plan together with the support and gentle accountability of others who are focusing on similar goals to you. We are doing all of this in the lead up to a new program where we'll be hosting calls like these and other support resources and spaces for coaches under Developing Coach Collective. So stay tuned to hear more about that in the weeks to come. In the meantime, as I said, head on over to developingcoachcollective.com. You can get your free workbook there and you can schedule in time to get started on those retreats and to get your client attraction plan created and in progress. And if you do do that, we would love to hear how you go. If you're on Instagram, you can tag us. I'm at Naomi L. Arnold and Cam is at Cameron Aaron. And you can use the hashtag developing coach collective. Now that's all for this week. I basically just wanted to really quickly talk you through the process of creating a client attraction plan and implementing it in case that is something that works for the way your brain is wired as well. If it's not, that's fine. Leave that episode and we'll be back with a completely different topic next week. I know it's a little different to what we usually talk about, but since it is a question that I get asked a lot in my coaching and because it is something that we're going to be focusing on and consistently implementing together as part of Developing Coach Collective, I thought it was the perfect time to bring that up on the podcast. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and I'll talk to you again next week on a completely new topic. It's going to be on domains of personal power. Okay, I'll talk to you then. Bye. Are you finding this content useful? Imagine having Naomi in your corner all year for monthly one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited email support and business resources. Visit naomiarnold.com forward slash coaching for details.